Hello and welcome to another episode of Hustler Daily. My name is Mitchell Gambon. Alongside me, as per usual, is Jesse and Sean. Gambo's looking quite swell in a fucking, or should I say, swole in an Under Armour tee. Swell? Oh, <laughs> you're looking like the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. Well, like beef, swell. <laughs> swell, but swole as well. Yeah, nah, just feeling swole. Sweole. Feeling swole. Mm. Come from a good session at... Uh, 180 strength and conditioning. Shout yeah. out Johnny Saker. He's fucking killing the game. Looking after you over there. Looking after me over there. Is, good um, training? Good training. Really good training, bro. What have you been um, doing? Strength and conditioning. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> can you go into a bit more detail? <laughs> this morning... <laughs> Elaboration. <laughs> this morning was uh, 30 minutes of... Uh, well, how would I even describe it? Um, strength so there was three, conditioning. Yeah. <laughs> 30 minutes of strength and conditioning. There were three different uh, circuits we had to do. You had to pair up. Um, it's a big turnout. He has a big turnout on a Saturday. Um, mm. And yeah, so I've been doing that for the last three weeks now. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling a lot stronger. Good. And conditioned. Looking fit, mate. Oh, Cheers, pretty much. So you've Cheers. been there and you've got strengthened up and conditioned. Yep. So that makes sense why you said strength and conditioning. Yeah. Because you feel <laughs> I'm like feeling, you've been I'm feeling swole. Just coming full circle. To feeling swole <laughs> and feeling light. And then you Lost a few kilos. Yeah, nice. good, yeah. It's been watching what I eat. <laughs> you know, getting on that full hustle grind. What about what you drink? No. Of oh. course you don't watch what you drink. You just drink. <laughs> <I didn't. laughs> What is that? Six Corona, seven oh, yeah. Corona, eight Corona. Ah, just good. stopped counting at eleven. And I learned how to swiggy Manu properly the other day from uh, good old Hori, one of our day one gang. Purchased a yeah. tea the other day. Good old Hori taught me how to uh, swiggy Manu properly. So I I was doing it wrong. So I was uh, Vortec. I was yeah. Well, I, I like swiggy Manu. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Vortec. Vortec is it's a swiggy Manu. So I was doing it wrong. I was spinning it at the bottom. And then getting up there, and I'm like, it's not coming down any quicker than if I was just to normally <laughs> cut it. Like, yeah. what's going on here? What am I doing wrong? So what you got to do is you got to, you go up, and then you fucking swiggy it, and then it just manus. So, it, <laughs> <laughs> like, you just, you get it up, and holy shit, it goes down quick. And you can see it in as well. It just oh, turns into like a, a fucking torpedo. Whirlwind. Like, it's so gorgeous. That's it's, a good feeling too. Straight oh, it's a good feeling. <laughs> Straight down the hatch, you know, you do six of them in 30 minutes, you're done. You were a bit rough this morning, Jess? Oh, mate, it was a good night on the on the drinks. Mm. Had a few margaritas, a few mojitos. Nice. So, <laughs> Fancy. I'm feeling good today. Fancy. Some mojitos in North Sydney. It was a bit rough at 5am this morning, boys. <laughs> I'm feeling better now. I've got a bit more, a couple more Zs in. And we'll be back at it tonight, celebrating the brother Chris's uh, birthday. Yeah, shout out Chris, happy Fuck birthday! To happy birthday to the bro Chris. Yeah, everyone's giving <laughs> shout out brother to Marco, and also the people who receive their teas. Thanks for sharing it. Thanks for copping them. Thanks for supporting. And we're we're very happy with the overall uh, response to it. Yeah, I all the every- feedback. Everyone's loving the fits. Um, I think the embroidery is a nice touch. Well, that's a lot of people didn't know that it was actually embroidered. So that's what confuses me. Do people not read the the details when purchasing. Look, we could probably do a better job at concising it, but at the same time, no. Like I, I think we put it out there. That oh, it was like embroidered. it's very clear that it's embroidered. <laughs> very <laughs> clear. Embroidery. Custom Hustler. embroidery. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe people just don't like know what embroidery yeah, is. Like, Maybe because because if it wasn't for us getting it to look at this live, like I've heard of the word, but. I don't really. You don't really pay that much attention. You don't in a photo, but like even that one just sitting up there, it actually looks 
like, just screen printed because it's so like even just the outline like everything's pretty much pristine on it it just looks printed yeah from afar but like once you actually get up close you see the stitching and it it looks fucking big. she's fucking gorgeous by the time Wait. this fucking comes out that'll be available to the world too yeah the Your whites white and they are clean the you know what man I, I'm, I usually wear black as you can see as, as you can see in the most, yeah, most podcasts you're a fucking dark soul yeah, I think because um, actually, I don't ever really know the reason. I just like wearing just black. Been through some shit. But what? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I just been through it. <laughs> I've had a rough life. But um, <laughs> not compared to Mark Hunts. You know, you remember that he's had a rough upbringing. Oh, fuck. Yeah, he used oh, to get fucking. Clean. Remember that? He used so to get hooked. You don't want to say, yeah, I take that back. I haven't had a rough life compared to Marky's. Yeah, definitely. But everything's um, relative. Yeah, <laughs> it's all about your fucking. Shout out to Marky. He'll get you on a potty soon. <laughs> oh, well, start training with Troy Savage again. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I normally wear black, but fuck, once these came in and I whacked that on. Oh, bro. Well, they Changes are clean, the game. bro. They are like, clean. Mm. You can wear it with anything too. Like you can mm. wear trackers with this, or you could throw on a fucking pair of chino shorts. Bro, you literally could. You could whack on, like, this morning I rocked up to training and one of the boys there, shout out Sam, he, uh, fuck me, dude, this is just a shout out podcast. <laughs> <laughs> shout out Sam, but he, I rocked up and he was wearing the hustle tee. You'd think we'd want a Grammy from the amount of fucking shout outs we doing. <laughs> <laughs> just like shout outs. Nah, but, but yeah. That, yeah you and, he, and he trained in it, bro, and he honestly, loved it. He loved the yeah, fit. Yeah, like, you can work out in these too. That's you can work crazy, out like in it's it. It's unintentional, but you can work out in it. Everyone's calling out, you hustler, go Sammy, you hustler. Yeah, fuck so, it. What a fucking G up. Fuck yeah, it, no, that's but, um, a uh, good part of it. Yeah, it's so the, with, with these ones as well, this will be the last uh, last run, drop. last essentials drop, last design with the, the plain basic hustler, and then we've got a few more designs and uh, some shorts and, and 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 the works coming in for summertime, which is fucking exciting. What's the works? Work. The works. You just got to keep it at the works, my bro. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, it could be a burger. Because a lot of fucking canteens yeah, have Yeah, the they call it the works. Fucking BLT. Like got a, a, got a hustler you... burger coming in. It's all fucking gluten-free. <laughs> we should just call it the big big hustler or something. See if we get sued like fucking Hungry Jacks. Bro, <laughs> 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 Hungry Jacks are taking that on oh, with no remorse. They don't give a fuck. Bro, that is so... <laughs> They've just come out with an ad going... Somebody's suing Hungry Jacks. <laughs> like it, Somebody's not somebody. happy about our new. <laughs> and new they call them like some American company is um, suing. They're like some American company thinks people are getting the. Sorry, the. We um, <laughs> still be sorry. Just touch your head. Um, some people think that the American company is making people. Uh, Jess. So basically, <laughs> they've come here and on the ad they go, some fucking American companies think that we're misleading customers, but they forgot. Our burgers, 25% beef. <laughs> Let's go. 25% Aussie beef. <laughs> Just come out ripping them. Okay, whether they win... It's the way to do it, bro. It's whether the way, way that uh, win the lawsuit or not, like... Because it's a fucking... It's going to be weird. Are you going to swim because I have a cheeseburger now as well? Mm. Like, well, you go down that road and it becomes a bit fucking, a bit of a spiral. It's I like think Hungry Jacks hole, will like. win, but regardless, they win the fucking um, market share because they'll get clout from this big time. Yeah. Like, well, Maccas win the market share at the end of the day. Have Maccas. you guys tried oh, it? They're always going to be. I haven't tried it, no. Have you? Yeah. Thoughts? Fuck. Not- <laughs> right, it looks shit. Yeah, it's not that good. <laughs> they- like, Hungry Jacks, I fucking love you. <laughs> oh, look. The burgers aren't better in this regard. Horseshit. <laughs> at the end of the day, there's nothing wrong with a Whopper. Like, I mm. fucking love a Whopper, as you can tell. 
I've had to stay off him for a bit <laughs> because I was just leading me down a bad path. But I fucking love a whopper. Yeah. So why bring the big jack? Is it? It's probably literally all clout driven. A hundred percent, it have to be, bro. During this time, and I feel like with, with that, with on your point, I've seen a few people upload it, and it's the bottom bun is in the middle. Yeah, they use the bottom bun in the middle, so it's not like a how it's got. I don't know, no crust on either side, like the. Um, big, like big, Mac. big Mac but this one yeah it's just a bottom bun like, clearly they fucking didn't invest much money into it they're just going fuck you Maccas <laughs> yeah, they, they knew exactly Jack. what they were doing yeah. 100% it could have been anything they just wanted to name it Big Jack 100% yep. I think they use, but that's like that's like the little um, company taking shots at the big company or like the little rapper taking shots at the big rapper mm. hoping for a response they got one or they get <laughs> once they get that response they win that because whether they get bigger than that big rapper, they get bigger than they were, which is fucking... For sure, because everyone now, as soon as Mac has come out with that, everyone's going, fuck, I want to try it. You know, I love Big Macs, but I'm bored of a Big Mac. And not really, you can't get bored of fucking burgers. Oh, but... Look, you can't. Like, <laughs> you can't. Like, I just want to try something new. Can't. And but now yeah, everyone to... knows about it because of the mm. ad as well. Like, if they didn't know about it before, the yeah. ad has just... Any publicity is good publicity. Especially yeah. in the fucking food game. Oh, That's why I almost got locked up a couple of days ago and I didn't have my Hustler shirt on. So I said, hold, like, they were ramming through the front of your fucking door. I'm like, hold on, hold on. Let me just quickly put the Hustler team on. They didn't have put it on. So <laughs> then when the media were getting videos and that, I'd, I had to make, like, I'd made sure it didn't go anywhere because I didn't have my Hustler team on. Oh, fuck. Yeah, no, that's again, a very good any point. any publicity is good publicity. And Look, if anyone that has purchased the tea from us gets locked up, just make sure at your mugshot, your press conference, whatever, or even if you're a witness or something, just wear your hustler tee. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, we want publicity. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just about growing the brand, really. <laughs> you know, we're all about growing that family. And if the family's a bunch of convicts, I'm more for it. <laughs> just just wear like... your tee when you get locked up. <laughs> That's all we ask. It's not much. It's Come not on. much at all. Oh, it's a simple fucking thing in life at the end of the day. But, yeah. um... Shout out to uh, Ryan Madison, another local Grace Danes 2145 Ian. 100 games last 100 night. 100 games, bro. good on 100 him. 100 games. Fucking I remember loads. his debut maybe three or four years ago for the Chooks. And he's played 100 games in that regard. He's, he's won a grand final. You know, players go through their whole career not winning a grand final, not not getting those accolades. And Especially that. He's done it all in, in like, four years of his career, mm. 100 games. And that's uh, it's a testament to his work ethic, I think, at the end of the day. Because oh, we, sure, we remember, I think, anyone who... Grew up, grew up in this area. Remember, like, he was that That's skinny... 65 kilo right Yeah, Madison. like, there was no weight on him, no muscle, just just raw talent. He had the skill, that's the thing. Like, you'd see him play footy, and he had the skill, but he was a half. Yeah. Because of his size, he was, he was a halfback, and you would never think he'd be playing second, second row. row. Like In NRL, too. In the NRL. <laughs> yeah. If you said that, you know, six years ago, seven years ago to anybody, they'd tell you to get fucked. Yeah, literally. <laughs> But, well, that's what he was saying before this week as well. Like a bunch of teachers that's at our high yeah. school said that. Like you would like to know what they say. Same. It, like it's not often that you can see someone make a quote and you know the people that could have potentially said that. Well, my first thought was Mr. McEwen. Uh, well, probably because <laughs> Dave McMinn. 
Nah, Mick Min would have Mick, been all you know, He would have been supportive. Hey, 100% Mick he would have been, been supportive. Yeah. It would have been like Mr. Chapman or something. <laughs> Some geography would have been, been like Mr. Singh or something because he was fucking swole. <laughs> yeah. Like, he was huge. He for was him. weird, eh? He, just, he was bulked as fuck like, before bulked was cool. Yeah, honestly. Like, like, he just used to walk <laughs> around the school like this fucking muscle man with a protein shake. <laughs> there was no Insta or anything. Like, nah. There's nowhere for him to put this fucking. He was not chasing clout. No, it was just straight fucking dedication. So maybe he's looked at Ryan and thought like, fucking, you're not going to be big as up, me. You fucking skinny prick. But yeah, like. <laughs> <laughs> and Ryan Madison's yeah. gone, you know what? Fuck that. He Fuck got a chin up bar for his door. And <laughs> you got well, a door, you got a gym. <laughs> 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 and he took that literally. Honestly, and now yeah, yeah no, look he's at him now in the work huge, ethic, bro, as you were saying. Ethic. Like, he, I think he, he, di- he <clears throat> gave up a lot of the things that a lot of us do from that in Australia, 16 to fucking 24. And he just completely worked at his craft. He knew where he wanted to be. He didn't let any um, distractions blindside him. And I think he put the blinders on. And that's a testament and a um, showing of what you can do when you put your mind to something. Whether it's making the NRL, whether it's building a business, whether it's fucking something as simple as just becoming better than you were yep. yesterday. What's well, overnight you just success got doesn't come overnight. The, yeah, exactly. And he put that in, you know, for six, seven years. You know, he, he put that hard work ethic in and, and just kept grinding, grinding and perfecting his craft. And now you see, you know, 100 games in, in such a short time frame and to win the grand final, to mm-hmm. win, you know, those accolades, he'll probably get a... He should get a 17... Uh, a starting spot in the 17 for the Blues, depending on Boyd Cordner mm-hmm. or... Because Boyd Cordner, he gets one more head concussion. concussion. I think yeah, that's probably well. the end of his career. Oh, look, he's... Which Boyd is hard Cordner's for me to say look, because... But- yeah, as a Chookies supporter, he's the fucking backbone. Even as a Blues supporter, but like he's been around for a hundred years in that oh, team, and he's he fucking looks like the, he one of the most reliable forwards you fucking ever come across. Yeah, oh, he's good to have. Mm. Literally, though. <laughs> yeah. but in saying that, Highmarsh was reliable when it came to defence. Boyd Cordner is defence and attack. Yeah, oh, the lines he runs, he's he, bro, he knows how to run the perfect <laughs> holes. Yeah, he yeah. runs holes like uh, Michael Black did back in the day. Shout out to Michael Black. Like I played footy with. Oh fuck me! I'm trying to think. I was like, yeah. fucking who? First thing that came to my head is Michael Wick. I'm thinking from the low. I'm like, that guy's a fucking half, cuz. Nah, so yeah, Mike Mike Black come from soccer. Uh, first year yeah, playing I footy. Yeah, you're talking about now. He just trained so hard and just yeah, he was straighty 180. I think he's a priest now. But um, actually, no. Now he got married in January though. So congrats and and shout out to yourself. Fucking, shout, fucking out. shout out non-stop, bro. I don't even know half of these people can fucking shout it out. We're just shouting out every Tom, Dick and fucking Harry, Cat and Joe. Every Cat and fucking Joe, my bro. It's a Saturday morning. We're feeling good. We're feeling alive. You know, we're feeling healthy. No, 100%. And Are I we? think back on that Ryan topic. I can, can confirm healthy is oh. the way to go. Yes, yes, might be feeling a bit. Speaking about healthy, well, Parramatta not looking too healthy coming uh, into the finals. I think um, yeah. on... You're not wrong. Oh, fucking para, bro. 26 a game. Off. How do you well, let game Broncos like put 12 on you? They looked... They had... Oh, I wouldn't even say they... The last five minutes of the first half is where they put on, I think, two two tries. Mm. But Broncos fell asleep. So well, you can't... second half horrible. They can't justify Parramatta playing good in in a way because they just made too many stakes. Wacker Blake is... Where the try come from with Fafita, Wacker Blake again just speeds out of the line and he's done it all season. Mm. He left yeah, Mitchell Moses one on one. David Fafita straight bumped him off. Leave Dave Fafita with anyone who'll bump him off, let alone bloody Mitchell, Mitchell Moses. Moses. Yeah. yeah. And Wacker Blake wasn't there to defend. He was because he ran up to go and 
put a hit on or intercept or whatever he does, but he does it every fucking game. Mm. Like as if someone, and that's what we were talking about with Maslow when we were here and saying, you know, you need to rest those players. Yeah, they're not going to get game time. You can't do it now. It's a bit hard now. But, but yeah, yeah, you can't do it now. But mm. like rest them in the sense to get them hungrier because, or tell them, them well, I'm sure they are, tell them their mistakes and get them out on the field and make, them, make sure they're fucking perfecting that because he's not, improving it's almost like there's too many individuals on the field for power yeah. like the cohesiveness just fucking isn't there they don't like play off the back of each other anymore it seems like they're just going one outs trying to make a big play that's going to save the whole game whereas if you just come together fucking play the game well, together like Penrith Bro, they're not a big team nah like and there's and not really the many stars in the team either no they're the sum of their parts Penrith and they've para are at a similar position that Penrith were at two years ago even one year ago even where, last year, yeah. like last year, where a lot of people were doing that one out thing, trying to take over the game by themselves. And I think if Para, when Para play their best, it's when they're cohesive, and you can tell that Mitch Moses is, uh, you know, orchestrating, and Gutho's in there playing, and mm. you know their forwards are playing for each other, and even fucking Wanga Blake is, you know, doing his part. But I think, I think they old habits die hard for Parramatta, so. When shit gets tough, they go to the old habits, which is Wanga Blake running out and trying to, you know, do a game-changing yeah. play and all this, where it's just like, if you're just consistent, especially in rugby league, yeah. you're consistent, just fucking finish the set and work your mm. way out, like a Melbourne or Roosters. And I know we give them fucking clout everything, every week for being... But they're the benchmark. But it's, it's like a benchmark team, really. especially Para. Like, Para and that should just be staring at them and mm. being like, this is... if. And even, I guess, Penrith, but they haven't sustained it yet. But, like, a, a model of Penrith is, like, Parrish should be like, this is where we can be. Well, Penrith are obviously doing that. Well, they, Penrith yeah, are obviously looking there. at, you know, the Roosters and the Storm and, and sort of not... Uh, well, it'd be emulating... their game around it, but they're... Bro, how did you emulating a similar against Penrith? <laughs> yeah. Bulldogs, Cowboys, <laughs> fucking Bronco. So, <laughs> because I'm coming third last in the tipping comp... I've just gone. Yeah, even I, if I, I try, yeah, because even if I try, <laughs> you go leave. the normal, uh, the the favourites. Everyone's going to go the favourites, and let's just say I get eight. I'm still eight behind them. Mm. Whereas if I go all the non-favourites and the non-favourites win, then I've gotten eight. Everyone's oh, gotten zero. Your week so I started might be coming good. back. Yeah, you started. <laughs> yeah. Off. Bro, what about that hit on Bulldogs? Um, yeah, on what's the player's name? The Lachlan Lewis. Lewis. Yeah, bro. Oh, no better person that could have got cleaned. He thought he was man? over at the locker room. No, but seriously, I, I, I don't reckon that was a symbian offense. No, at all. If if he got up, it would have been played on. But he didn't get the head concussion from the hit. He would have got the head concussion from the way that he hit the ground. Because he hit the deck. He bounced off the camera. It was his head mm. that hit the ground first too. Oh. It wasn't his shoulders or anything. He got cleaned and his head went straight onto the floor and it bounced like you. It was WWE shit. Fucking tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know, eh? It's like, a tough one. It's but a then tough one. You've seen he got a week. So Bro, he come out with an early, early guilty, guilty plea. plea. Because yeah. if he if he fought it, I think it was, he could have got two weeks. If you slow it down, it does look... It's not so much the head concussion, but it does look like he just went for the shoulder and didn't try to wrap his arms yeah. around. So I don't so think it's so much the head... like The shoulder charge, yeah. Like, he yeah. did. And that's the Do you the reckon, thing. though? Like, his body was front on, and he, like, he was prepared for a tackle, like, arms out in front. Yeah, like, Lachlan Lewis was coming at him hard. So I feel like, either way, the shoulder would have been the first point of contact, because you don't tackle mm. with your arms anyway. 
Yeah, like, but that's the thing. You need to. You need to almost overcompensate, especially yeah, the head. The head that, didn't make it any. You better. need to make sure that your arms mm. are almost the first point of contact in a way. Mm. And it doesn't help like, that the other bloke was fucking had an extra foot the, on top of him. Well, that height, too. Yeah. So like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It just makes it when a it's messy a big situation. guy, and a small guy, they always favour the small guy, especially yeah. if he comes up. Fucking well, especially if he gets knocked out and doesn't play for the rest of the game. Yeah. yeah. So it's a really it's a tough circumstance, but you take the one week because as rabbits, you just like fuck it. I don't want to get two and miss the first week because I don't yeah. think that. Oh, uh, well, bro. Yeah, not when he went chance, off for ten, so. Bulldogs scored two tries. Mm. So it changes the game. You know, so it does change the game big time. Don't fair enough. Give him put it on report. But don't give him ten minutes in the fucking bin. Yeah, let the, like let the community said, review it. He goes, yeah. What do you want us to play? Oz tag? <laughs> like, He's not wrong, but Because well, it's a contact sport. That shit's gonna happen. And mm. yeah, the it's it's a bit unlucky with what happened. He got knocked out and whatever the case was, but yeah, mm. it's fucking it's a tough situation. Yeah, I guess you gotta look at it and be like, fuck. Obviously, the head knock came from the ground. Like yeah. as a ref, you got to look, and I get you got to have a duty of care. But you you put him on report. You let the match review committee do it. But in game, I don't think that was a bin offence. It was a report offence because you got to look at it. But it was a, I think <laughs> it was a bin offence. Time offense. for that. <laughs> but um, yeah, fuck. Back to Ryan Madison. I think in the Blues, he might come off the bench. But yeah, it's yeah I reckon he'll definitely get a blue. He has to get a bench spot. Well, last and year he, he was in the, the, was 18, in the yeah. squad. Yeah, 18th yeah. man. Um, but then a, you look now as well, it's three consecutive weeks. Mm. So that'll bring his opportunity up in that sense. Because it's not two weeks, you have the players give him a little bit of rest. I feel that. Oh, yeah, yeah just, I get you. I don't know. Like it, it'll be. You wouldn't want to be changing players a lot. Mm. Especially in that three weeks, if they can play, the play. I think the most I'll change around but is the bench. And that's I think where he, he has to. He'll have to because he again he's just so consistent. Mm. He doesn't you make mistakes. Like he know. rarely makes mistakes. Who's the uh, hustler seventeen for Blues? I can't tell you off the top of my head. Yeah, we might have to bring that in next week. We'll we'll get like, a list think, up each. I think we'll, you're we'll definitely going to write up our own list. Like let's think about well, it now. Well, fucking but... Fitler come out and Fitler reckons um, Travoyevich is going to have a spot no matter what. Tom. Oh, you, you have to give him it. Yeah, you do. Like, it's, it's like a, Teddy. If Teddy was injured all year, but he's ready for origin, you're not getting him gone. Yeah. Regardless of how good Pappenhausen is. Well, it's like Kronk or like someone along the Slater, lines. Yeah. Like Smith. Like, they've cemented their spot. Yeah, Whereas 100%. if it was a... Like who? Like Nathan Cleary, for, for say. If he was injured all year and mm, someone... Then it's blew, a bit tough. Yeah, you take Nathan Cleary out. So I think definitely Teddy's... Kiri? Teddy's there. Kiri's Kiri. there. Yeah, he'll have to be there for sure. Probably with Halves, Kiri. would you go? Cleary. Because again, Cleary, Cleary yeah. the way he's been playing, bro, I was against Cleary. Mm. The first couple of years, that I, like when they put him in Origin, I'm like, he's only in there because of his dad. Or, yeah. you know, like whatever the case is, I'm like, it's a bit silly. But the way he's played this, this season, season mm. yeah, if you don't put him in there, you're an idiot. Yeah. Like he has, he has yeah. been... He's the, definitely aged well. Him and um, Jerome Loy. 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 Is Loy, is he... Playing for the Kiwis or Tonga or Samoa? Yeah, is he I available? Don't think, he's nah, not available don't for rep section, is he? Reps. Yeah. Fuck. Well, I think you've got... He was got... a beast, bro. I played um, touch footy with the bloke. Mm. Quick on his feet? Oh, speed star. Mm. The, he, like, as you see with the steps he's doing now, he used to do that back in the day, touch footy, and he used to carve up. You can tell when a player's come from touch footy. Yeah. Like, I'm being really good at that. Like, Pap, um, Luai. Matt Dufty. Dufty, fucking... Who else? Uh, Callum Ponga. Ponga. There's one per... Johnson is fucking... Oh, yeah, Sean Johnson. Johnson and Marshall yeah. are the two big ones that mm. kind of 
made that touch to NRL transition. Even Jai Field. Yeah, fuck, he's I quick. played touch with him too. Yeah, fucking, yeah, you can you can almost tell when when you look at a player and then someone's like they play touch, you're like, yeah, nah. I can tell. What do you think about um, Fergo? You reckon he's got a spot? Nah, oh, fuck no, bro. Not no, this year. Bro. I, I love <laughs> him. I love yeah. him. Especially oh, I love the Roosters. Loved him. Oh, no, don't know. Don't know the fucking. Oh, no, 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 I mean, like, just, <laughs> he seems like a chilled bloke, yeah, but I don't no, think you can put him in. He seems like he loves a bender. Oh, 100%. But again, him and Dukes. New South Wales don't want. That nose in that squad. <laughs> well, it's hard. You've almost got to give him two spots. <laughs> like, he's got to be four and His nose halfway on the other bloke's face. <laughs> he's a centre and a winger because his, his nose can make a fucking hit to the, to the centre's um, defensive play. So. Bro, I don't know how he goes out every week and still plays with that nose, knowing yeah. that... Like, if he gets hit... Imagine yeah. getting hit in the nose. Like, But I think he's just like, why bother fixing it now? Because I probably won't yeah. get hit again. Oh, yeah. Bro, maybe it's good because he might he might avoid a. Well, like that's probably a big why he hasn't tried scores or. That's why he hasn't scored tries. Or, yeah, <laughs> try, <laughs> try scores. <laughs> But um, yeah, no, he's probably just nervous to get that hit because every time I look at him, I'm just like, if that gets touched, that bro, hurt. you'd think so, man. Like it's not in. It's remember when it's I broke your nose? Up beyond recognition. Oh, bro, I was bleeding. <laughs> like I was bleeding. Would you just straight head buddy? No, we're going to a fight. So I just a bit of fisty cuffs. Yeah. <laughs> so he's talking shit. So I just said, bro, you're all size, lad. <laughs> <laughs> Not you're all talking, you're all fucking size. <laughs> no, I dropped Go, because he was never tall. No, I dropped dead. So he's just all size. So I'm like, bro, you're all size, lad. We are playing soccer out the back. That's why we never play soccer again. Oh, absolute confirmation of a poof sport. But anyways, we're playing and... Gumbin's going to score the equaliser and he's just fucking cocked the elbow back. I'm going for a, a cheeky slide tackle from behind. I don't even get down. Because I've got, I've got fucking elbowed in the back. And I think it was like Christmas Eve as well. So yeah. fucking my Christmas Festivities, was bro. I couldn't mm. get on the bags that night. What? Nah, I'm kidding. I'm like 13, bro. The only bags I was having was bags of fucking... The next morning having a stocking. Jumping bags. <laughs> what? Remember them little fucking... What were they called? Um, the little kangaroo fucking... Furry friends. Jumpy jacks. Jumpy jacks. Yeah, the little kangaroo. Yeah, chicken crimpy sort of thing. Yeah. Oh, like the... Um, the oh, my missus JJ's. loves them. Loves them. Oh, JJ's. Fuck. JJ's, bro. Don't the, they taste the We same? need to call them out. This isn't a shout out to JJ's. What, the shopping centre? Oh, the shop? No, the fucking... No, the packet of chips. What the fuck? Oh, yeah. What are you talking about? JJ's, the shopping centre. No. Dumb cars. <laughs> Sorry, boys. Um, yeah, JJ's, but... So... At the Easter show, you go there, you get an Easter show bag of JJ's. They got all the flavors in there. Pizza, salt and vinegar, the whole lot. Then you go to Woolies and all you can get is big packets of chicken. Oh, they don't even do the big mixed bags anymore. No, they don't do it. And you can't get the mixed bag. You can't get any other flavor anywhere. Except for chicken. If anyone knows, bro, and knows where to get wish? those mixed ones from, hit us oh, up, wish, please. Because you would be able to. Because I will buy. So I'll be safe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could get some JJ's. <laughs> bro, you'll, you'll get... MMs. <laughs> you're either, you're no, they won't be JJ's. <laughs> jungle juice. Oh my god, don't remember. Whoa. Fucking jungle juice. I went to Oxford Street once, got offered jungle juice so I could get fucked in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> Took it, got fucked in the ass. I haven't heard you fart for years, that's probably why. <laughs> <laughs> it's just all air. <laughs> There's nothing to rebound on. It's just oh, all fucking no. air. Yeah, um, I've started doing this recently, so when I pee, um, I just get toilet paper and just tap my willy just so it doesn't drop anymore. 
You're getting old, bro. You're going to have to pull what your pants. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I'm joking, bro. I'm joking. But apparently a lot of girls think that that's what men do. Because Whoa. they obviously, when they go to the toilet, you know, they... Got Wash. To, yeah, they each time. But then <laughs> then you think, like, girls, why would you think that? When you see, like, do you know what the trough looked like? Is there toilet paper sitting next to a trough? A lot of people, yeah. they probably haven't seen it. But... Yeah. Yeah, it's only on photos and shit. Mm, true. They probably think but there's yeah, a fucking universal a, toilet paper dispenser on the left out. as you walk out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, like, the but... thing is, we, we control where we pee. They don't. They just sit down and it just... Psss, <laughs> so it just comes out. Like, well, we control. Actually, like we've got a. We yeah. I would rather sit down and pee. You're gay, bro. <laughs> yeah, I am. No, <laughs> nothing against gays. Or are we? But um. Nah. All love. All all love, bro. Got heaps of gay friends. Nah, but like sometimes you just want to. <laughs> sometimes you just want to sit down and piss. Hmm. Don't you? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, I'm heavy. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, I probably In just want to give my calves a rest. I'm cramped up. Let me sit down. down How about those people, you, shit. you walk in and they've got their whole pants down, pissing at the trough, you've just got, they've got their ass out. Bro, what you know for? how often I see that? <laughs> really? Like, you go to a footy game or something, you walk in, and pack, packed, and there'll just be one bloke who's not a kid. Like, kids do it, <laughs> fair enough, understandable, you know, whatever. You know, they got their dad there, the kids there with the, the pants down, the uncle, whatever. <laughs> you walk in sometimes, you see like a 30-year-old man, he's got his pants right down on his, like, calves and that. Yeah. His ass is and he's out. Just, he's just peeing. He's just pissing with fucking So you don't even have a nice ass, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Shave it. At least yeah. give us something to look at. <laughs> yeah, I'm peeing, I want to see a nice chiseled bum. <laughs> <laughs> like, I walk in, I see Chewbacca's bum. <laughs> <laughs> And they just got their fucking pants around their ankles, and honestly, they they, they got full confidence. Like it's nothing new. I, I mean, know. they've probably been doing it their whole life. Well, yeah, but at the same time, get some fucking respect. Bro, for if yourself. I walked in, I saw one of you blokes doing that <laughs> straight on Snapchat. Oh, I <laughs> like, then. And then I'd be like, "Bro, what the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> and you'd be like, "Bro, I've done this all my life." I'd be like, "Well, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> you're a Pull your pants up, and." <laughs> And we're back, but uh, yeah, you're talking about people with their pants down when they piss. Like, probably they do have big balls, but I don't think that can be the answer because then you'd do it. Hmm. And I've never thought about doing it. Yeah. Because so be like I can just flop them out. Mm. Maybe they've got. <laughs> yeah. Maybe yours don't there. qualify as big compared to these people who do it. That's the thing. That's, you don't that's see it question. everywhere. Like you see it a lot. Yeah. But it's still rare. Like most people do it with their fucking ass in. So maybe these people just have astronomical fucking maybe industrial sized nuts. They're just waiting for someone to walk up behind them and oh, go bang. <laughs> bang. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking mating call. Like, if anyone's up to the challenge, I'm down to fuck. Yeah, I'm ready and <laughs> just you call me into the toilet. Bro, you know who fucking got caught with their pants down? Who? Every single fucking person that wanted to pre-order a PS5. Oh, yeah, Jesus. Myself included. Well, look, it came out of fucking nowhere. Bro, Sony's just gone, all right, they're live, pre-order. Because they released a date, yeah, and I didn't... When they released a date, I didn't say anything about pre-orders. But then every Tom, Dick, and Harry story is fucking pre, like pre-order, like Big W, EB Games, JB mm. Hi-Fi. Like, I went on JB Hi-Fi at maybe 11 a.m. that morning. We're not taking any pre-orders anymore because of the overwhelming response. 
you were saying eBay Games, similar thing. Yeah, well, eBay, you couldn't even pre-order in-store because um, of the whole COVID situation in Vic. Retail was completely closed. Yeah, so every the whole thing was online. Um, first shipment sold out within like 10, 15 minutes. The Gamesman fucking website crashed. Mm. And then they started taking pre-orders for post-launch 2020. And then they took orders into 2021. That's how much fucking people were jumped on this fucking PS5. Hmm, but there was just no communication, right? Yeah, well, Xbox actually took a shot at fucking <clears throat> Sony saying, hey guys, here's the pre-order date, like when it will be available. Don't worry, we'll give you a time. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking like slide this. Right, but oh, it's... Um, what's been the... It's good marketing, I feel, but from PS5, you know, a paddle oh. hire station in a way, not really good marketing, but like... Publicity again. Yeah. Publicity for sure, well, because talking about every it. cat and Joe is talking about ps5s and whether they got it whether they didn't get it now the people that missed out are like fuck you know when are, when are they going to be able to do it again or mm. wh- whatever the case is so it's, yeah it's almost like a sneaker drop like a fucking travis scott like it's yeah. just like when the fuck can i get my hands on these 100 percent. like I'll if pay extra travis if scott <laughs> if they released travis scott's today out of the blue no one knew they were coming no hype no oh let's just say there was hype around them but no one knew the date uh. and they just released them this morning Imagine be, not getting your hand on them. Yeah. But when you've been waiting for it, you've, you've registered yeah. your fucking interest. Yeah. Like, yeah. like you'll pay double shit. for it today. You'll, yeah. If, if someone's reselling them already for double, you'll pay that. Yeah, mm. like you can cop the L when you know that you're not... Like, you know that you knew the time and you were there. If you've you been waiting for two the, weeks, it's on the Saturday yeah. in two weeks. So you're preparing. Saturday comes, you're ready, you're trying, and then unfortunately you miss out. It's like, fuck. But if you, have, yeah, if you haven't pre-ordered the PS5 yet, you can't even pre-order games, you can't pre-order accessories for it at all. So only oh. if you've pre-ordered a PS5 can then you it actually... Then allows you to yeah. do the rest. Mm. Well, didn't they Fuck cut it, back yeah. production as well? Well, they've completely closed off pre-orders now. They're like, we don't know how much we're getting allocated. We don't know when we're going to get more. So basically, you're, so the when, whole thing's on hold. <clears throat> so you placed a pre-order on Thursday. When will you receive your PlayStations? Um, I on think November 12th, if it's launch, delivery... Though they'll dispatch it then or if you're or, picking up yeah you well, once post up. post um launch so for that first shipment of devices they're allocated already to the people that got it for launch day my my pre-orders for post launch so i will get it the second shipment or the third yeah. shipment mm. so, so if you get it for the first launch and they still don't have a release date for the next or you still can't pre-order more mm. do you reckon november 12 comes around the brother gambo let's just say i got one come through would I be able to resell that motherfucker? Probably. Probably. Honestly, for probably. a lot more than... Probably not a lot more. But, but people would probably, pay an extra fucking... hundred bucks. You could probably one, sell it for a grand. Mm. Honestly, yeah. If it's a disc edition, you could probably sell it for a grand. Because yeah. they're going for, what, 749 I reckon you could yeah. sell the digital for like 800 So there's going to be people that probably did that. That mm. missed out, like who are dying to get their hands on it. And mm. yeah, you'll get that for, within that first week until they become regular stock. You'd be able to flip it for sure. <laughs> fucking hell, there's gonna be fucking. I can't wait. Camping bro. outside for PS5s, but fucking, it's worth it, bro. What eight years in the making? We yeah, I think I it's think. seven years since the PS4. No, I remember launch. one of the early Hustler Online's you two lads um, whipped up. You were talking about the PlayStation Five coming later this year, and mm. we're here. Fucking oh, fuck fine. Give it, give it a month or two, and you'll have a PS5. It's already September, wait. bro. That's fucked. I know. Christmas I is around okay. the corner. It's been a very quick week, man. Been the, it's been a quick week. Very year. good week, bro. It's very good. <laughs> <week. laughs> it has been a quick week. Fucking very good talk. But it's been a, no, it has been a very, year. very quick year. Like, I was mm-hmm. listening um, to one of our earlier podcasts the other day of uh, 4.1 coronavirus update. 
Fucking hell. We just had to come out and we done, I think we done about three or four podcasts in the space of four days. And I'm, I was just laughing at myself back then because I was shit scared of this virus. <laughs> yeah. With yeah. no research and with not looking into it, you know, the way the media portraying it back then, mm. it was a very, very like deadly virus. the bubonic plague. <laughs> <laughs> I remember used to, working at the time. You closed the door. You closed everything. So that people wouldn't see we had three people in our workspace. <laughs> I'm like, Sean, we're at work. It was a different time. <laughs> but it was crazy. It was, it was a very different time. <laughs> Even myself back then, you know, I've, mm. I've uh, evolved as a human in the last so many months. <laughs> you reached level 18 and had the opportunity to evolve like Charizard. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't. I didn't evolve like Charizard. I mean, oh. Charmander, because I didn't want to turn into that fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Stop hating on Charmeleon Can, can, can Charmeleon crack a smile? He's like, the fuck, no, he doesn't smile See, like Squirtle, bro He's just sitting there happy Smile, ass. brother He doesn't even He never smiles Not even in the animators The cunt smile Yeah Even when he wins a game Match, he just He's like It's just fucking, all That's when he That's when size. he fucking First got angry And just burns ash <laughs> 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 That's like um, Symbolic for when you Fucking grow up And start doing duds <laughs> he just got angry and started doing ash <laughs> nah but fuck yeah he's a good bloke bro I reckon he'd be alright on the beers but without beers yeah. he's nothing like he's just he's the angry. fucking man yeah without beers bro without beers without beers bro top bloke what do you reckon with beers bro with beers fucking animal yeah <laughs> with the beers I reckon he'd be a nice bloke Squirtle would be alright I reckon Squirtle would be one of those look at Squirts so cute. Oh. <laughs> I like Squirtle. Oh, he's all right, bro. Squirtle's cute. <laughs> he's a fucking turtle for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, but one of oh, you know how badly I wanted a turtle growing up? <laughs> I had one. A real life turtle. Yeah. If I fucking knew, I would have stole it. No, mum found, <laughs> found it on the side of the road. How the fuck did you just... Well, I'm guessing it came out of... Fu- it was around Central Gardens. What was it in a school zone, cuz? How are you driving that slow you see it? <laughs> mum pulled over, thought it was fucking... I don't even know what she thought. Like, thought it was in danger because it was literally on the road. So she's picked it up, brought it home, named it Shellshocker. Fuck, put it Shell in Shocker. Cuz, you named it a fucking <laughs> Pokemon. That sounds like a Pokemon. It's a Pokemon I think it's move. from a fucking... Um, it's <laughs> Shell Shark. It's, I can't remember. It's from a um, like one of them old cartoons or something. I think, yeah, I don't know. TMNT sure or some shit like that. fucking Blastoise. Blastoise, bro. That's how I'm feeling after watching Cuties. What? What? No, 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 no. That's not the fucking right terminology, bro. I just realised. Watching what? That was not... Because Blastoise is wet. Yeah. Oh, no, my other way God. around, cuz. You're feeling fucking I'm feeling, angry. Yeah, feeling I'm feeling hot. like Charmeleon. Yeah. Cuties. So it's um a, a documentary, uh, a movie that, oh, that came that out Netflix on Netflix. Oh, um, yeah. It was a French production. That makes production. no sense like doing why twerking anyone and would all think that. that's right to put up. Like, ever, yeah. but right now especially. Like, what the fuck do you think your response is going to be? Because they're, I think they're, they're trying to come out and trying to normalise it. In a yeah. sense, so it takes that away well, from... I think they're also trying to bring awareness to parents and whatnot, saying that... Because they're 11 years old in the movie. And what they're... Uh, they're exposed to, you know, is other girls who are just very sexualized, mm. and it's just I think what they're like trying to they're portray. Older, is that what I they're feel. saying? Or like so sexualized at eleven because of what they're doing? Because of what they're exposed to with the internet, with um, oh, yeah. with what they see, with all the video clips, etc. Cardi B, you know what what they're exposed to. So these girls, um, you know, end up joining a a dance crew and, and they twerk and it's just it's very sexualized 
So I think like the one side of it is that they're exposing it to let parents know that this is what your daughters are exposed to. You know, this is what people are exposed to. Mm. But then at the same time, some of these, I I watched it purely for the fact just to get my own opinion on it. Mm. Because you see a lot of people uh, slamming it, slamming it. A lot of people, there's not really a lot of people protecting it. Like it's other than Netflix, they came out and made a statement protecting it and they're keeping it up. Mm. Whereas here they are taking off fucking Chris Lilly. For racism or you know whatever the case, blackface. Is. I think that. But maybe, <clears throat> based on what you're telling me, like maybe they're keeping it up because of that thinking. Like this is what yes, we're trying to let you know. Also, but at the same time, like, some of these scenes, like mm. they've when they're twerking, for example, they've zoomed in on an 11 year old's bum. Oh, see, like shit like that. Like what? they're oh, literally oh. the bum is the whole screen, and you just see the the girl twerking. Who in production decided to do that? Because they're all grown men. They reckon for six months they were auditioning. There was over 700 girls who auditioned for the spot. So, for like this product, like, it mm. just, it, you can't wrap yeah. your head around it. And that's exactly right. During this time as well, like, it's pedophile season. You know, every cat and dog is talking about pedophilia, bringing it to light, especially with all the stuff with Jeffrey Epstein and, mm. and whatnot. Like, especially, you know, with the Jeffrey Epstein stuff, for example, bringing it, comparing it. Like, if they're trying to bring give it exposure and bring light to it, for example, with Jeffrey Epstein, they talk about the massages and, you know, uh, Bill um, Bill Clinton and the, the they talk about his dick and whatnot. If they were doing that, why, why didn't they show that scene in there? Because you don't need to, because the way they're talking about it, your mind's already there. So if comparing it to Cuties, they could have, if they were doing it for the exposure, hmm. They could have left out a fair few scenes. Yeah, like there's a difference between fucking making a documentary on exposure because you don't put in those intense scenes then. Because you're trying to show what they're... Like you could easily get your message across without doing yeah. stuff mm, like not that. Not glorify it. Like, like that's, almost, and that's what yeah, it was. Like glorifying bro. Like, it. If you haven't let girls watch this, I don't, I don't know. But my mindset, well, if you're a young girl, you're watching this and you think they're cool. Because you have the mm. cool group in the school who... Um, there's one girl who has a tough upbringing. Her father ended up getting remarried while they were still... Like, they didn't know where the dad was gone and he ended up remarrying. And there was just... So she was living a rough life and then she was the outcast and the cool girls who... The the dancing girls and whatnot, they um started bullying her, but one girl liked her and then they became friends and then she ended up coming into the group and then that's when, yeah, they start to become this dance group and they do competitions and whatnot. And mm. it just, as a young girl, you, you'd be watching it going, well, I want to dance now mm. because they definitely glorified it. Especially if girl, like you've got these young girls that feel like the outcasts as well. That 100%. Would be, like, if they're really living so that rough life. For that, for that cool girl because you almost feel like you're accepted where you are. It's fine, whatever. But it's for these outcasts that they portray. You're probably like, yeah, I feel that way. Let me do something. Is like this, this what I got to do? Do I need to do I need to wear short shorts? Do I need to wear? That's fine. You know, and like again, like it's just fucking. It's not on, bro. Even like beauty pageants, for example. Why are young girls wearing so much fucking makeup? Mm. Mm. It's almost like the mums are like. Are they not pretty enough? Life through the kids' fucking. Yeah. Sometimes you, you know think that, I mean? like. Is that everything that happens? Because there's dancing and there's like yeah. you know, ballet and you'd know you'd know a hundred percent. Yeah, fucking oath. Like there's dancing and then there's what everything they're doing, else. which yeah. which they're portraying. That is just 
stripping. Like it was just. But the judges are normally like fucking old men and women. Yeah, like literally. what the fuck? Like, how yeah. are you judging this? Like, what, what, what's your fucking criteria? Well, yeah, what, what the fuck do you judge they on? They get they're, off on it, bro. Uh, bro. But it like starts at eight. Like, there's literally beauty pageants for fucking baby, or like not full babies. No, but there probably is young, well. young, not that girls, I know of, but four, five year olds getting all dolled up and, and everything, and like, like having like, their hair done like crazy with fucking skimpy <clears throat> outfits on and shit. And it's like, bro, like, what are you trying to glorify? Who are you mm. trying to prove something to? Like, well, makeup originally was. Uh, originally came into the world for I think it was for royalty no I think it was for um, sex so when you have sex mm. the girl's face goes red and her cheeks go red her lips go red whatever the case is so that's when girls would start really? wearing the like, blush in their face and doing that and it used to be sexy right sex so, like that's where when, that's when where the idea of sex. makeup came from was sex. Yeah, I thought it, it was um, from a thing of power lights. with like Back in ancient Egypt, if you, like only literally the pharaohs and the ho- people of higher status wore makeup because they were the only people that had access to like the raw materials that had the color in it. Mm-hmm. So like That's back probably... in the day, it would have come from literally like trees yeah. and like oh, yeah, natural things, not how it's fucking made now. But yeah, like yeah, that's... like it started becoming sort of into the system and uh, the Western yeah, like trickled world down through that like, yeah. through because yeah, when, when that happens, yeah. it's all. It's classified as sexy, mm. but yeah, it's it's just it's like and again, you look at a lot of TV shows growing up. You have fifteen-year-olds making out, you know, and and yeah, it's fifteen, but it, it's a boy and a girl, so a lot of people just think it's all right. But again, like the production team are having fifteen-year-olds make out on a scene. Well, there's a Disney and movie they've just tried normalizing where a young it boy falls in love with a fucking woman. On the Disney channel, on Disney Plus, there's a movie about like don't know the name of it off the yeah. top of my head, but it's literally the story of a woman and this boy who fall in love. Oh, and because because it is a boy and a girl, we men, not even men, humans have more protection over women. I feel mm. just in in everyday well, life the way when it comes to anything. Look at it, that'd be like it's a young boy. Oh my god, he's living his fantasy. Good on him. Especially yeah. younger boys girl, watching it would be like falling in love with the, the dream. Yeah, whereas but yeah, the other way around. Imagine goes, the other immediate way. pedophilia. Done. Like that is Simple. pedophilia done. The way you can see what a little girl, you know, see like, like the social idea of this, like boys and girls, the difference is when a teacher, oh, gets done for that's sex the with the biggest a kid, example right with there. boys. It's like holy, like the whole the whole thing is like, why is this even news? The boy would have been loving it or this shit, and then the other end, if it when the roles reverse, but obviously it probably has where a guy, an older teacher, has had sex with a. You know, a younger student, whether they're underage or fucking of age, doesn't matter because at the end of the day, they get fucking pinned down because it's a girl, and rightfully so. I think the girls, like the way they they get um, in trouble, like the blokes, when they're of age and the girl isn't, it should start to be the other way around because there's no saying that the guy mm. wanted it. Like at, at 15, even if in your head you're like, fuck yeah, <clears> I want this. You're thinking that because almost that's the way it's been pushed into you. Like you're, there's no way you're not meant to enjoy this. Like the whole, yeah. the whole um, system system is like yeah. boys love it. Like if they can do have <laughs> sex with their teacher, fucking you're the mm. man. The only time you actually hear that like that sort of scenario is bad from a, on the boys' end is when it fucking involves a priest, bro. Like that's literally the only time that you hear it spoken negatively about in terms of the boy being younger in this scenario. Mm. 
and, because, and that's probably because the priest is usually an older man. Yeah, so that's, that's what the, I mean. That's the variable there. So it's like it's always if the yeah. like with the, when the man's the older, um, I don't know what you fucking older yeah, person yeah. Per, person in the fucking scenario. That's when they get slammed. It's like horrible like, and a crime. But when the boy does it, it's like well, fucking. Well, he probably wanted it. Yeah, the boy probably wanted it, and he's, it's like. Mm. It's, Who's saying yeah, he did? That's it's fucked up. Mm. It's, it's confusing. Up. Yeah, it's, and then I it's think society. with cuties as well. Like I think it's caused a big uproar because they're literally eleven-year-old girls, like fourteen-year-old yeah. girls. It still caused an uproar, but they you sort of understand. You know, puberty. Everyone goes through puberty, so fourteen, fifteen. You know, you, you sort of you don't you don't. It's still fucking sick. You don't want to be, especially that movie. But like. Because they're eleven year old, in, they're eleven years fucked. old in this fucking mm. movie. Like, Netflix refused to comment on their perspective of pedophilia because there was a whole comment thread about that about cuties, <clears throat> and one of the users was literally going, "Do you support pedophilia? Yes or no?" And he wrote again, "I don't need an explanation. Just give me a yes or no." And it said, "We are unable to comment on our position of pedophilia at this time, or something about it." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> what like yeah. what further research do you need to do to say a fucking comment we well, see in Nigeria what? now they've come out with a new law anyone that gets done with uh, pedophilia is facing the death penalty they fucking should that's yeah, where it should be, be anywhere, castrated, bro. Mm. it has to be anywhere males or females because again with the whole females with younger boys fucks their mind up and as well, it would yeah, with girls don't get me wrong but I'm saying like you know, yeah, the boy wanted it, whatever the case was, but it fucks your mind up. Well, yeah. it's it, with Imagine the girls, it's, it's very broadcasted that it fucks them up. But that's the thing. That's why it's like, it should be doubled down on the men because it's like, you don't, it's not broadcasted about how it fucks the boy up. Like, he could be fucked up for the rest of his life because of it, not because, mm. like, it, it could affect how he approaches everything because he did Let's that even at 15. With, with boys 13. and with, you know, you hear a lot with their uncle that used to, you know, mm rape them as kids and a lot of men don't come out and say stuff because they just think it's normal because with society the way it is you say that shut the fuck up you know you're a man what, what are you doing yeah that you're stigma a, around you're it. a boy yeah. what are you what, like, you know didn't you enjoy it or something you're try, yeah you're trying to rule my life whatever yeah. the case is mm. but if a girl comes out everyone will listen mm. and i'm like mm. who the fuck done that which is and a good thing we just, it's just we, like bring it's the boys thing, yeah. bring the boys to that to the, bring yeah. the boys to a similar thing mm. where it's like when our instinct instinctual reaction is the boy wanted it that's not fucking true yeah. and a lot of the time it's not true especially it when they're yeah. young <clears throat> when you're over 18 if you get raped by a bloke and you're a bloke you just lost a fight but when you're under 18 it's like yeah yeah it's a fucking weird topic, but you know, like in Greece <laughs> at the moment, I don't, I don't really I don't understand like that analogy. Fucking, <laughs> like, if you lost a fight, so you you you're eighteen, yeah, yeah, you punch on with the bloke, and then he fucks you. Is it rape? Yes. Yeah. But you just lost a fight. Yeah, but he still what fucked you in fuck? the ass. So if you're if you're eighteen, and you're getting fucked in the ass, then it's not rape. You're eighteen. Depends. No, on. it's still rape. I'm just being funny. Well, if you don't want oh. it, <laughs> I'm just like, being funny. Like, I'm not being legit. I'm just like, saying it like an analogy. Wait, like, we're going from this topic, and then you want to just bring that up. I'm going. Is it being <laughs> serious? Or like, <laughs> am I meant to give I an answer? To, I just wanted to. I just wanted to. Fucking call me off guard. I just wanted to build some suspense. Do you want to fight? 
I've lost a couple fights. I've lost a couple fights since I've been 18. Just adding a bit of fucking suspense to the conversation. Yeah, what is that about Greece? Yeah. Oh, in Greece, pedophilia is recognised as a disability. Yeah. So they go through. I think we spoke about that on one of the earlier podcasts. But just in like, if people haven't listened to it. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Like they get rehabilitated like through pedophilia which don't get me wrong pedophiles need fucking something in their head to switch over to fucking like that's just sick but to treat it as a disability they they know what they're doing 100 people say i can't control my actions but you've got control over your fucking (laughs) actions it's like murderers they they got a different switch not everyone's a fucking murderer is that a disability because they've got a different mindset than someone else you know that's why but if you can prove it in court it can be that's why well, it's that's a hard it line days. now so, where they're the doing that mental it. illness, um, like they're letting them off because of mental illness. It's like you get it when it's fucking maybe fraud or something that didn't impact another mm. human. But it's hard to implement that when it's like fucking mass massacres. Like, oh, he had schizophrenia, so he massacred these people. Like, yes, that's a fucking factor. But can we let him off just because of that? Like, Bro. I... It's hard. There's an underlying issue with everything going on at the moment, man. Like, you look at fucking Jeffrey Epstein. And since Jeffrey Epstein has gone in and it's gone worldwide, coronavirus has happened. And if Jeffrey Epstein... He's a billionaire. Mm. He was protected while he was alive. He got done in 2006 for those charges. He went to jail for it. For being a pedophile. Like, is that... And look at what connections he had with the higher-ups. You know, Prince Andrew, for example... He was friends with a lot of powerful people. A lot of powerful people. Like, that money you just can't... They own the world. Mm. So you look at everything going on at the moment with this cuties, Netflix, and just... it's Why is pedophilia so protected, you know? Mm. It's not because, like... Like, you speak to anyone about pedophilia and they're like, that is fucked. Oh, it's but for some fucked. reason, the higher-ups are protecting... But you know what's Pedophiles. weird is Pedophilia. that it's always been like the reaction has always been it's fucked. But for now, when when it's getting exposed, well, that's it's it. almost weird that it's almost shifted where all these people are saying it should be looked at as a mental illness or, it, you know, we have no comment on pedophilia. It's like, shouldn't it be the other way around? People are getting ousted for fucking pedophilia. But, In the yeah. past, it used to be everyone was 100% like, what the fuck is pedophilia? Get this fucking shit out of here. And now we're in a like in a way where everyone's like, or even if they committed pedophilia, maybe there's something going on. Like, what? Bro, yeah. because it's crazy. the power, the higher power, and a lot of the older generation, you know, without social media, without getting held accountable for their actions, I'm sure a lot of people have probably mm. done stuff mm. like that in their past. Yeah, so like, like they don't want to speak on it. This, that's what, They don't want to come out saying it because they know that they might not get caught, but they've done something or, you know, whatever the case is. Whereas this generation, especially, you know, our age and 25 and under, oh, not 20, like 30 and under, 25 no, and under, 30 it. and under, this generation knows that it's fucking wrong mm. and mm-hmm. knows that if you do something like that, you are going to be held accountable. Mm. So I feel that's where the... the the times are changing. Whereas, you know, a 50-year-old, if they're there at 25 and they get them with a 14-year-old, mm. that's time. They're probably thinking nothing of it. Well, fuck. Or a lot but of now movies... they're there, they're 50 and they're hearing about that. And they're like... Oh, shit. Mm. I was... I'd done that. Like... 
It's crazy so because it's... a lot of movies, even in the 2000s and whatnot, had like, you know, f- all those 20, like 30 year olds dating 16 year olds and shit. Like, there was always movies that had, like, yeah, well, based like on you the school kids leaving with, with the, the cool kids yeah. situation. It's They're trying to ease that into to the kids now mm. to go yeah. if you're 14 you can get in there maybe that's what they're trying to do is they're realising that a lot of people under our age even like you've got these 16 to 30 year olds that are that are pushing against it and it's still happening don't get me wrong like you you hear yeah, but, it every then second that's where day. Cardi B but maybe, she's a prawn brother she, what she's doing especially with her video porn, porn. <laughs> <laughs> she's a fucking prawn <laughs> she's a straight shrimp her head truck. isn't good <laughs> All right, we'll take a short break. Yeah. All right, we're back. But yeah, you are saying Cardi B, porn? Yeah, like that's where she's coming out now. P-A-W-N you mean, but yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So just clarifying. Fuck, that didn't sound right from my end. I'm just oh, Cardi B, porn? Some of, our viewers, <laughs> some of our viewers would have been jumping straight on the internet. This <laughs> where is it? She's getting divorced. She's just fucking dropping fucking mixtapes. But um, yeah, no, she's definitely like, what she's coming out and doing, you see, she's just glorifying sex. Mm. She's a glorified stripper. And she's not shy of that. And, and, you know, look at the video clips that it's it's getting played in the gyms. It's getting played everywhere. Yeah, but I don't think it's a problem when it's over 18 because at the end of the day, when you're over 18... Whatever. Yeah, but shit, look at the fan base. I know, but the problem it's is... young when it, 14, 15-year-old females, 13-year-olds, 8-year-olds. It's all over TikTok. It's, a, it's one of the trending songs on TikTok. Mm. So, of course, like it's... And that's, again, where... That's where, you know, I was coming from when we had that chat maybe four podcasts ago, was that these girls are now, and Cuties is exposing it in a sense, that they're, what they're coming up against, like with their mind, for example, they're looking at her and they, everyone wants to be famous in that sense, you know, like, and they're looking at her and going, if that's what it takes, then I need big boobs. I need an ass. Well, I that's need the pressure that woman face skinny. almost on the other end of the spectrum of what we were talking about before that boy's face is to be the man and and the thing is that you need to fuck every girl and that can be a test like a problem that i guess rappers even movies or naturally media fuels into what you think you need to do to be fucking accepted in this world and obviously i think cardi b could at the end of the day probably tone it back a bit but at the same time it's hard to say that it's like it's it's not like hard to say that because at the same time yes rappers male rappers for example have been glorifying being a gangster being the man taking drugs you know fucking mm. fucking bitches the whole lot for so long that's what we grew up on think Still about now. think about us when we were 14 15 I love bad the mindset are my fucking problem yeah like and that stop so it's always gonna be there bro, but it's... Oh, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> sorry i just had to finish nah. that off but, um... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, man. Because yeah. at the end of the day, there's there's a joint responsibility. At the end of the day, as a fucking, as a Cardi B, the more you put out stuff like that, I think you've got to also understand that you need to be a role model in another way too. Like you can't just. And she's trying to get into politics now. And she's got no fucking clue at all. Mm, she hard. is. Oh, cr- right. The presidential speech. Oh, cr- <laughs> but at the same time, like if she's venturing there right now, it's like what the fuck. But like Jay Z was a drug dealer at eighteen. Now he's a fucking billionaire, respected across the world for more things than mm. just being a rapper. What? No, I'm saying. Like, no, but I mean Jay Z. Like well, I don't know. 
I don't look Businesses, up to title. Oh, like oh, in terms right. of role model. Yeah. yeah. But role just being in that. Like even that business side. I don't, there's a lot more other businessmen that I, yeah, I look up saying, to regarding like, yeah. than Jay-Z. It's not just us. I'm saying like a cultural icon. He's mm. a cultural icon because of the way he came up. And he's he's not like just big pimping now. Like, you know, like all the fucking bitches and getting Gang money. Banging. He's, you know, he, he's gone through life. I think that and ideal think though is much more about the hustle. Like, in, J- in J- like say Jay Z and rappers specifically, a lot more of it comes from the need, the like literal, intricate need to hustle, to grow, to get out of what they're actually stuck in. Oh, 100%. Whereas I think that's directly contrasted to what Cardi B's on about. Well, Cardi B is almost. She got to where she is because of the money she got through stripping. But that's like a bloke being a drug dealer. Is in like a way, got the yeah, drugs, in a way, it that is. Maybe yeah. a, it's a legitimate money job, there. bro. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Some people need to do it because that's yeah. fucking... They might not have access to education or that. Like, nothing away from stripping, but... I think Cardi B, overall, the... the WAP isn't a good thing because it's a fucking... Now it's taken over, especially TikTok. It's making all these young girls do that. That's 100%. I agree with that. Whole so, yeah, it's not even the music video. It's the lyrics in the song. Mm. <laughs> But yeah, it's I hard. guess you, just, if you, you know, like talk about lyrics, it goes back to literally gang banging, drug yeah, dealing, like fucking smoking bitches weed and, and taking Molly. The like, whole lot. It's like the opposite end of the spectrum. So, it's all in the mm, same pool. Yeah, that's a yeah. So it's it's a tough one. Like, but I I, so I, don't, I, I just don't listen to it. That's my thing. Like, yeah, yeah and I have it. the opinion, and you know, I just I don't listen. I mm. voice the opinion now when we have this chat. Yeah. Other than that, I don't go voicing it. I don't. I don't yeah. You're I'm not going to go fucking write a Facebook status. And, <laughs> I'm not going to in daily conversation with people I come across. I don't, I'm not going to just fucking yeah. What about you know, bring it up? Fu- yeah. Yeah. Like, like there's no need. You just avoid it, and that's the thing. It's it's. Not, I don't need that. And yeah. like we don't. If you don't need it, we don't need it. And that's yeah. So I, having this conversation, yeah, of course, you know, the opinions there, and it's good. We have both sides. Like it's. You got to have that. Yeah, you got to have yeah, that outside gotta, I think you got to look at it like. Yes, there's some things that fucking everyone's done because there's like Joey Johns. I think he would have wanted mm. people to get on the fucking piss at 22, and now he's what old 30s and still getting and on the piss. He's still on the piss, <laughs> but he's a bit more. You, you see him kind of talk about his mental illness and mental health and that, and it's just the process of watching someone grow. Like it's it. I guess I say that just to bring it back to Australia, not just all these fucking American, yeah. you know, big, bigger than life um, people. But like stuff like that, you see people grow through it, and it's not an excuse for them at their young age. But at the same time, if I think Cardi B is like what twenty something, so like know, yeah, it, it's no, like I'm you can't thirty odd surely. No, I think she's still twenty because she, she only just got on the scene in what twenty sixteen mm. or fifteen. But I think she's yeah late twenties. So you're starting to see that maturity come. It's still obviously she's uh, twenty eight. There you go. So like. At 28, you start to venture into things and, like, you hit those 30s. Whether she's the one, fucking obviously, mm. probably mm. not going to be that person who's a cultural figure in, in a Jay-Z-like sense. But, you know what I mean? Like, people grow. Yeah. And, and you know, Jay-Z's big pimping probably made people fuck, you know? And guys want to just be a pimp and a drug dealer. Oh, for sure. But now, he's built a business. He's got title. He's out here, you know, got a family. Yeah, he cheated, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, everyone makes mistakes. It's a huge mistake, but it's like, it's in front of the world. So, I don't know. It's the other end of the spectrum, which is like, people grow. Yeah. And when you're in front of the limelight, you know, it's nothing nothing um, easy to fucking handle. And everything's going to get criticised, and everything's going to impact people in some ways. Like, I'm sure their intention wasn't to get 13-year-old people to do it. 
And guess what? That's something they got to carry with the fucking song. And if they want to get the praise for WAP being this massive song that's a, you know, mm. changing the world, they've also got to take responsibility for the fact that it may influence 11 to mm. 7, well, let's say 13 year olds to dance the way they dance in the video clip. Yeah. And, and I think that's that, what you, it comes you down take, to, bro. You got to hold accountability. The so responsibility and the accountability. Like, you know what? Not everyone's in the limelight. So people that aren't in the media every day, they can like can literally afford to make mistakes. We're not perfect. We've made dumb decisions. Like not lived up to responsibility and that. But being in the limelight all the time, it's your literal social responsibility to... Mm. You need to act or like not even act, but you just need to be aware and be conscious of what your actions can do now because everything you do is televised. And yeah. you literally made a product that is going out into the world. So it's not just for your own consumption and for your friends, it's everyone mm. in the world will now see your product. So you've got to have some accountability. Is it something that you want to, like you've got to have that vision and say, is it something that I want my kids to see and aspire to? This is from Cardi B. Is it something yeah. that, you know, I want people in, kids in school to see? Mm. And if it is, if that's her opinion, she wants people to see that, good luck to you. Do what you got to do. That, like that's, yeah, as or, long or, as that's your whole right. Like that you have complete right to do that. But, it's in the broader spectrum of things. We sit here as men as well, like which is another sort of the argument where yeah. it's all men coming out saying it. That's it. So <laughs> it's hard to find a leg But then to there stand are on. some girls coming out saying it too. Yeah, for sure. Going... Oh, like there'd be 100% girls. And there'd probably be mums mm. that are like, my daughter's now. I've walked into my daughter and she's fucking 14. Mm. Doing but for us three, yeah, I see. It's hard, like, you know, people yeah. would be listening to this and going, yeah, but Shut you're all Shut the fuck men, up, like, you're all yeah. men, you know. And you listen to gangbanging music yeah. and people taking <laughs> drugs. So it's like, it's hard to literally find a leg to stand on. I but... think you can't sit here and look down on it because at the end of the day, we've all done shit. No, we yeah, all will do shit. Yeah, oh, for sure. It. And I think as long as they take accountability, that's what that's their mm. end point. That I think we're all yeah, kind of she's made it, own it. You're like, you know yeah. what I mean? Don't like if you don't want it up anymore, take it off every streaming yeah. platform. If you regret, you know what I mean? Not even regret, but if you don't want it anymore, you're over the stigma and the speculation about it, then take it off and it's mm. done. Like, another thing closer to us, I guess, is Eminem as well. Like in the mid to early 2000s, oh, he fuck. like people were parents were burning his CDs because of the you know that angst and all that that he had see that gerbil grab that tube, shut <laughs> 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 up, like, stuff like that. Well, like, <laughs> But all that's very metaphorical as well. But for mm. people, they don't understand that it's metaphorical. It's all these parents that do it. And they're yeah. like, yeah, like my kid's now saying fuck because Eminem. Like it was all this shit. But it's like these parents are like, you know, Eminem was like, okay, I'll make this shit. It's not for kids. I'm not a role model, which is probably wrong. He was probably, you know, coked up at the time. And also, but he owned it. But he owned it. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Get you parent your kids, which mm. is, again is the other end of the spectrum. Which is like accountability. If we're going to be talk about accountability, parents got to be accountable for what their children see. And it's a lot easier back when Eminem was a fucking star in the early two thousands because all you got to do is not get him a CD. Yeah. yeah. Nowadays, you still need to be accountable in a way. I understand it's a different thing, and some things are going to slip you, through the cracks. Well, you're going to have girls uh, that look at that and go, "I want, I need this lingerie. I need this. I need that." Well, that's what the whole shopping doing game it. is off. If their parents aren't doing it for them, they're going to go around and do stuff. Mm. So it is tough when it comes to what parents see, easy. especially now like with TikTok parent, and with you know, with Instagram, TV with Facebook, shows, movies, TVs, cartoons. Like, it's all related now. Everything so, influences mm. social media. Like That's what an influencer is. is yeah. Like, oh, I'm wearing Fashion Over. Now Fashion Over, everyone's fucking Fashion Overing and getting shit from Fashion Over. Mm, mm. The iconic, Nike, all this is just built off word of mouth and media making you feel like when you get that, 
you You've will feel this something. way. Yeah. I will be, you know, or like these luxurious brands. I'll be lux like I'll be yeah. there. It's like when you get a Hustler t-shirt. <laughs> you just feel like you can fucking build your dreams. <laughs> Literally. But you can. <laughs> you can, that's, that's the thing. <laughs> I've yawned a few times. This sh- if, if I had a Hustler tee on... Well, I haven't yawned once. Bro. And that's literally I haven't shut the, the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> if I didn't have this shirt on I wouldn't be speaking this much nah for sure <laughs> nah but yeah no good fucking constructive conversation and I think Jess wanted to before we wrap up just wanted to touch on the mental illness yeah court. like with the court I just I had a random thought but I think maybe that's where a lot of the stigma comes from for mental, mental health. health like it's used as an excuse and mm. you know it's a they, like a lot of people use mental health as a scapegoat to yeah. palm off their own problems, which I think that trickles down through society, and people, a lot of people who claim they have mental illnesses get disregarded because it's seen as an excuse. It's seen as, oh, you're just trying to get off easy. Whereas, mm. like in reality, some people actually have underlying problems and issues that they deal with day in day out. Every mm. minute of the fucking day, they're battling themselves. Like one hundred percent. So, in the court, for it's that to be battle. using it as an excuse, <laughs> it undermines the actual legitimacy. Yeah. Of mental health. 100%. But then if you're there facing life and you know you can get off, if you say, mm. your, your lawyer's there going, we just need to prove that you have yeah. schizophrenia go to, go to or this, uh, depression or you know, whatever, anxiety. I yeah, paid you've got to fucking, you got to, yeah, like you got to um, prove to one individual, and one you, psychiatrist or And it could be a, a, a crook psychiatrist, like someone who's not ethical. <laughs> and you give, the, the lawyer thing. gives them a bit of money. Says a like, horrible depression. Like, wherever there's mm. benefits for some people who are genuinely going through it, people are going to take advantage of it. And 100%. I think mm. we're in the early stages, so it's always going to be there for now. Mm. But hopefully there's a way where you can just be like straight up this per- Like, there's a universal way of... S- Recognising, yeah, yeah. In a way, like, where it has to be a certified, um, a certified psychiatrist. But then you get the problem of certified... World Health, what if it goes down the yeah. World Health Organization? There's so many way. loopholes, so yeah. many loopholes, Fuck but that's me. with everything in life, really. There's so many loopholes, oh, 100%. Bro. So it's just like, it's tough. And you look at where mental health has come in the last fucking 10 years. Oh, it's, you know, it's like amazing. 10 years ago, mental health wasn't even recognized, it was not a thing. If, yeah, if you're a bloke and you say you're feeling down, you'd literally be told, to, bro, Go toughen up, like, eat some cement, toughen up, harden up, you dickhead. Yeah, <laughs> fucking literally pull, pull your head in, bro. We've got an hour left of training, pull your head in. Yeah. you know whatever the case is whereas and you look that's even like the last no i'd probably say yeah 10 years of where it's grown to oh it's grown heaps and Damn. that's yeah it's, it's a testament really mm. to society society and on the um, like back end of that people now that because mental health can not it's not all the, always seen as an excuse but when it like in the vast majority sometimes it is people now don't want to claim that they have it because they're seen as excuse makers and mm. just sooks. You know what I mean? Like that's the stigma that it's created now through being able to use that as an excuse in court. Not that you should or shouldn't be able to use it. Like people obviously have problems. Yeah. But, yeah. but it's when it's these extreme cases, like a, say the, like a massacre or something. Yeah, something yeah. crazy. And this, and they like get it, off. it's almost like the responsibility like, of the lawyer as well. Like, mm. I understand you said this loophole and you need to, like, it's your job at the end of the day. You need to get the best. You need to win for your, for your client. client. But, but should, like, there's some cases where it's like, like, I, I've always looked at the law. Like, there's some cases where it's like, okay, there's an opportunity for them to be saved. But when it's this intense, how is a lawyer even going yeah. in there? 
how, with how money do you defend someone like yeah. that? Money. Yeah. Like, then it, that's got to be money. Is, but like, and that's where there should be a law or something that goes, this case is pro bono for either side. Mm. Meaning that there's going to be no financial gain for mm. anyone, for the winners or losers. Yeah. The families of everyone, you know, you'll get a certain payout or whatever, whatever the depending case on, is, yeah, like depending on the situation, if it's deaths or whatever involved. Yeah. But for either lawyer, for anyone like that, there's nothing, no money involved in this case. Because then a lot of because people then, take their fucking... Well, a lot of lawyers are going to go, I'm not fucking protecting him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's well, I'm just pretty killed. sure if you go against your actual client, but you can get sued. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're, if you don't you're do there. everything in your power to defend your client, mm. you will get sued. And if your client's you coming lose. at you with a million dollers... even if it's not going to be by the law of the government or whatever the case is there and he's going I've got a million dollars cash you know you can get it blah 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 from here 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 of course the lawyer's going to come in and you know and and, and again it's his job so it's just it's a weird I think it's when there's money involved it gets hard yeah for sure so take out the money (laughs) yeah in cases but then people do it for the clout too like people, mm. like lawyers oh, jump on it for yeah. the publicity. For the name yeah, being yeah, like next whether I lose or not. Or I, um, mm. what's the other fucking prosecutor? Yeah, prosecutor. Prosecuted. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, that and then like it's like I was involved in the biggest case of 2020. Yeah, you know what? Who is it going to want me after? You're on the every media outlet in the world. Mm. So whether or not you're on the good or bad side, mm. you, any publicity is good publicity. Yeah, literally. You know? so back it's, to that. It's a, it's a fucking tough one, but yeah. like, yeah, mental health is evolving and it's so good. It's so good. It's good to see, yeah. Very good know. to see. Like, you I tell me you're feeling down now, I'll tell you to shut the fuck up. Oh, <laughs> and we'll start talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking pull your head in. But nah, like, Get a beer in you. the conversations, you know, we're having now and, and it's just, yeah. it, it has evolved. Oh, 100%. I think not, it's a lot more. Not just on camera, off camera. Like, you oh, know, the conversations we're having with our families, with each other, with our friends, you know, it's. Something that yeah, like filming. It just down start, starts being... with you. Like it starts mm. with with anyone watching. It starts with you. You yeah. need to check up on your mates. So because everyone's yeah. going through shit. Hundred percent. Whether or not it's mental health, everyone's going through shit in their life. No one lives mm. a perfect life. No. Social media has made it now that you have these influencers. You have all the, everyone. No one posts their bad shit on yeah, Instagram. You can post your highlight. No. Instagram is a highlight reel. Yeah, hundred percent. It is. They've just come out with highlight reels now. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> they actually have reels. I like reels. Yeah. Like it, it literally is just a good part of everyone's life, and that's where you know it's changing. Mm, yeah, and it's I think exciting. there's there's then a if lot you more. Post, that, it's that other side to it as well. If you post something sad, you're fucking clout chasing. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Like that in itself is another issue. Like mm. it's just. But then you just gotta everyone, go, bro. Like, fuck them. Yeah. Fuck anyone's opinions. Mm. Yeah, like anyone who says it's that, easy to say, but fuck, it. you know you. Yeah, like yeah. I know for me, for example, I, I've got my boys, my family, my girl, anyone else's opinion does not fucking mean shit. Yeah, like, literally. again, you're, their opinions, I've got the, that crew, yeah, I, I value their opinions, but at the end of the day, my You've opinion, got to live with you. My opinion yeah. is what the final, is the final fucking decision. Mm. It's good to get like an out, like an outside view and different perspectives yeah, for on the sure. matter. Sure. And I'll get that from that crew. Yeah. Whereas anyone else outside of that, mm. yeah, like, fuck off. Sort of thing, yeah. yeah, like a bar of soap, literally. I'll take it, but yeah, you know whether I, I don't do shit with it. Mm. Yeah. And so, like a lot of people have to do that with social media, like. Well, that's what, what I was watching. It's funny, like we're talking about it now. Follow I was watching, who the fuck you want. I was watching the Jordan Peterson uh, Joe Rogan interview from like a year back. 
and um, it was the same thing. Like on social media, the negative comments carry the same weight as if the negative comments were happening in real life, but the positive comments don't. So, like, yeah. you see a positive comment. If you get one in real life, you feel good. You feel happy because you can tell it's coming from a genuine place. On social media, it's just like, okay. Thanks. On negative, negative. if you get it in real life, you're fucking down and you, you start to think about it and you overthink it and whatnot. You get it on social media, the same fucking thing happens. Yeah. If, mm. if not more. So, it's almost yeah. like once you get to a certain point, even just if you have, like, a... a a lot of friends on social media that are just associates as people you see people you know like it it can hurt you to read the comments because at the end of the day like you don't know that could just be a negative comment coming from someone who's an anonymous account mm. from like you don't yeah. know where it's coming from well remember we were talking about in one of the earlier podcasts that social media now it's proven that it's an exchange of energy mm. so you actually yeah, you I can like, sit there on Instagram for an hour and you can actually be drained of your energy. Oh, yeah. 100%. Mentally, because again, what you're saying, like with the negative comments, even with the positive comments to a point, if you're there just taking in so much, like, mm. and there's, yeah. there's just information overload anywhere you go on any single you, platform. We're on your phone, to take that. On your phone home screen, you've got 35 apps yeah. just mm. sitting there. Telling you, like, this, You can do that, what you this, want. That. You can you got news, you got NRO, you got so many different ads. It's literally just it makes your brain think you need to so attend to all these things. You always feel like you need to attend to something. Yeah. And that's what they, um, about social media. I was, was going to say something. Yeah, like uh, our, our brains aren't wired to take in that much information. information. Positive or, yeah, information 100%, but, yeah. but positive and negative. Mm. Like on a general day before social media was around, how often do you get a positive or negative comment especially oh, social media i used to get positive comments every day like positive yeah you <laughs> you're a fucking... cute kid fuck off <laughs> yeah. Yeah, i'm used to the negative because i look like an alien <laughs> wondering oh, i got taken in for scientific testing at fucking six Bro, that's months. where my conspiracy theorist uh yeah that's where my <laughs> conspiracy theorist um energy came from fucking driven sort interest, of interest Ideal. interest came from when you came out yeah. I'm there. We got told our little baby brother. I'm like, what the That's fuck not a is fucking that? Brother. <laughs> That's that is not a, a boy. fucking ET. <laughs> <laughs> that is an ET. They've taken mum into the um, room. What's the room called where they're giving birth? Uh, the Whatever. Fucking... The fucking hospital room. Yeah. I don't know. It's the and birth room. <laughs> you, were, you were conspiratorial because they closed the doors. You didn't get to see me come mm. out. I may have not came out. I might have just floated in the room. Yeah, like stopped. Mewtwo. Fucking <laughs> 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 created. He's just fucking no made. But yeah. No, it's... um. I think our brains just take too much in through social media and it's well, good to uncharge sometimes. With everything you see on social media, like whether or not you have a physical reaction, you have a mental reaction. Everything you see, it's either you have a reaction one way or another. And even though you might not recognize it, subconsciously, your brain's going, that's cool, that's not... That's weird. Mm. 100%. And that literally drains yeah. you because yeah. every single thing, every comment you read, you react to it. Whether or not, as I said, it's a and physical it's reaction and you're, you're yeah. actually going, oh my God. Well, you like, might not, you might not even be thinking it. You might be sitting there doing it, whatever, just scrolling. You're not, you're not thinking. No. So you're not thinking, fuck, I wish this. Oh, what? Oh, I hate that. Oh, mm. that's nice. Subconsciously, you are. You are. It's yeah. getting embedded into you. It and is. You just... And, you know, after doing that repetitively every day for an hour, for half hour, for six hours, 
it's overload. It's fucking you up, man. And then oh. you take it off and you're off it for half hour and you realise, fuck, I must have missed out on so much. Because yeah. your brain is, whether you think of it, then you start to feel your phone vibrate mm. and it's and not vibrating. Yeah. And you, you just, know, and yeah. it's, you're like, what? Yeah, I'm, it's like, someone call me. Like, yeah. yeah. Like it's a, a rush if of If you haven't looked at it for like half an hour, yeah, you think like, And you've got no no replies, no notifications, no nothing after half an hour. And you're like, mm. Your brain's like, what the fuck? I need this. You message people now and if they don't reply in 10 minutes, you're like, what the fuck are you doing? Because you're right. You know, whether or not you th- actually think that or say that, your mm. brain is subconsciously doing What the hell are they doing? You know, and that's weird. Like we've been... We grew up with social media from the get-go. Pretty much. Like Bebo, MSN, fucking... Yeah. And Even just technology in general. Like we've always had a PS1, a fucking well, It's like DS, MSN, for everything. example. When like we're living in the technology online. age. Like we, we were are, born bro. into this age. Yeah. Like with Silicon Crazy. Valley and all that sort of shit. Well, like, like MSN. Like you'd, someone would log in and you'd get a notification. Ding. Yeah. Like, Ooh. And it used to be a MSN reaction. Ding. Ooh, used to be yeah. exciting then whether Bebo. you cared or not yeah Bebo came yeah. yeah that's it literally someone signs on you're like, like notification oh, yeah. fuck yeah how good's that <laughs> a little sound yeah Bebo start spreading love so yes. it's like who's got the most love send me love send me love I'll send you love mm. and you're just about sending love and then you'd compare people's love and then you'd have a top eight friends and then Facebook so you could only have eight friends and you'd have to people have more than fucking eight friends oh yeah and you'd yeah. have to fit eight friends in it's like why well, not he's eight friends you know then and then it gives, you, it gives Facebook, you another thing to worry about as well. 100%. Like that, that's where it comes from. As it's a like, kid, you're there going... How am I not there? I'm overthinking. I don't see him till Monday now. Yeah. I need to ask him why I'm not in his eight friends. And you're just worried where if you didn't have social media, mm. you're enjoying your weekend with your family, with your friends, whatever. And then you come back on Monday, you just fucking live. Mm. Remember when Instagram had likes? Like not, showing. Like, like showing yeah, likes? Mm. Num- physical numbers. It's been a while. For, that's been gone yeah. for a while now. Yeah. That's yeah. such a good thing. 100%. Well, it's good for the public because like people are posting a bit more mm. authenticity now because they're not worried about getting yeah. two likes before yeah. it goes to two minutes. Well, that's it. It was like mm. literally a measurement of your popularity. How many Pretty people much. actually liked you? And then you'd compare that, compare yourself to everyone else. Like, well, you'd start to compare your own. You'd be like, all right, mm. I'll upload at Sunday 8 p.m. because I get the most likes. Yeah. You know, I'll upload on a Tuesday morning because Which I get the most likes. good for business. But as a good fucking for business, personal life, it's like, cuz, what if at 8 p.m. I'm having dinner with my family? Am I just going to leave to fucking yeah. post something? I'm stressing because I got to get a post up. Yeah, it's almost like fucking social media has created these social sub constructs within each other. Like, as you said before, the eight friends, your top friends, like that's something else you need to care about now. Like, why? Yeah. Why do I need to care yeah. about that? What the fuck did I care I've got about? Fifteen my top friends. friends. Yeah, I need to now pick eight. And like the followers on your screen, now I need to worry. I need to have my ratio lower than for, yeah. like following yeah. less people and have more followers. That yeah. was the biggest care factor. You know from what I mean? Like, yeah. All these sub constructs that social media has created and made us care about. Like, not we wouldn't we didn't go in there thinking that we wanted to care about it or needed to care about it. But no, we can't think about life without it. A hundred percent. No, literally. <laughs> Seriously, like, it's fucking weird. Yeah, it's crazy, bro. Because at the same time, like you got to think, we grew up for a bit. Like, I think Facebook took off, what, you reckon, 2008 to 10? Like, yeah, probably 2008 probably, it took off. Yeah. And, um, like, before that, we had a life, like, 11, 12 years each, where it's like, we lived, we just lived, came home, chilled, did what we did, fucking continued the next day. And it almost feels like that never happened in our life, because it's like, mm. when the fuck did we not have a smartphone just sitting yeah. there waiting to text someone and... You know, be distracted from the fucking realness. Yep. There you go. No, well, fucking uh, hell, what a chat. <laughs> that was a good we chat. We started off very light chat. and then we got fucking deep. Yeah, bro. Joe Rogan level chat. That's, um, 
Shout out to Thrill Boy, one more. I was going to say. Can't cut me hair this morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a fucking jack of all, man. Bro, he's a jack of all, man. He fucking, uh, he's doing a barber apprenticeship at the moment, working in Parramatta at American Barber Co. Shout out them. Um, so I went through this morning at fucking 6 a.m. We've got to put up a training and got a haircut. How many times Gamba said shout out today? <laughs> ding, ding. <laughs> shout out ding and probably about 14, 15 yeah, look I'm just all for shout outs bro no, you got we're, it, collaborating, we're collaborating we want to fucking just we're, we're here we're a family we want to welcome everyone in 100% you know so yeah that's a, that's an episode of um, Hustle Daily Hustle Daily Hustle Daily 32 two. fuck I'm excited for 33 so, 33 is a good number yeah we got Jesse James coming in the porn the porn star oh fuck oh. yeah when did you link this up the other day, I said number 33, it's good luck. We've got the right couch for it. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Blocker will be sitting over here and Jesse and Jesse over there. Hello. <laughs> hey, Jesse. How are you? Hello. <laughs> My name's Jesse. Hello. All of a sudden, your, your voice is crackling. What's your favourite thing about being in the industry? <laughs> nah, but uh, yeah. Yeah, very, no, it's been a good times. week, bro. Uh, we've got the teas dropping tomorrow night, Sunday. Excite. Very excited. Borat 2 coming soon. Fuck <laughs> oh, <yes, yes>, yes. <laughs> me. Too. Well, that's going to be a good time. But it's yeah, going to be a nah, good day good today. Chat. Good Fe- day. Good chat today. Yes. Get a bit of feedback. Yeah. We'll fucking catch you next time. Have your conversations about what we had a conversation about. And yeah, just... <laughs> we out of this. We, we out of here. <laughs> Let's go. Go. Went. Nowhere. Catch you later, lads. We we Have a good one. Nowhere. <laughs>